0: Hey everyone, this is Adi and you're listening to the Summer of Bitcoin Experience. In this episode, we talk to Davidson Souza from Brazil. Davidson participated in Summer of Bitcoin 2022, contributing to Utrexo. He graduated from university last year to become a full-time open-source developer, sponsored by Ventium. Davidson worked on porting the Go Utrexo library to Rust so that anyone can validate Utrexo proofs with Rust code. We discuss his journey into Bitcoin, his Summer of Bitcoin project, and life as an open-source Bitcoin developer. Let's hear it from Davidson. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Summer of Bitcoin experience.
1: Thank you. It's an honor being here.
0: All right, let's start with your introduction. Can you tell us you know, where you're from and what do you do?
1: Uh, I'm Davison, I'm from Brazil, and I just finished my graduation in computer science. And I've been kind of looking at Bitcoin for a long time. I am passionate to this technology and all the implications. And last year, uh, Lucas, which works at Lightning Labs, sent me a a message telling hey you should participate on this because you want to get started with contributing with bitcoin open source stuff and you kind of feel like i don't know where to start and thing like that so this might be a a good you know a good pointer to where to start and then i joined it and was a very pleasant experience so i'm now working as full-time Bitcoin developer uh, I have a grant from Vintium, which is a non-profit from Brazil that helps Latin America developers in Bitcoin. And it's, it's a magic experience.
0: That's amazing. So Davidson, let's start with your first tryst with Bitcoin. You know, when was the first time you heard about it and what was your first impression?
1: I first heard about it a while ago, I think like 2014 or 2015, when Internet actually came where I live, like for a reliable internet connection. Uh, I like uh, ran a an node and all that stuff, but just experimenting because, you know, all this Silk Road stuff and magic internet money. And so I was teenager i guess so i this uh, this stuff just seems cool and i started playing with it but didn't quite grasp the implications of bitcoin at the time because i i didn't have like the intellectual uh the intellectual need for this but after some years uh i guess 2017 and 18 i started studying economics and especially Austrian economics. And when I found out about how bad the fiat system is and how unfair and how bad it is for humanity, uh my head just turned back to, to Bitcoin because uh Bitcoin is, uh, isn't at least for begin with it isn't about magic magic internet money and all this nice stuff I was looking for. But it, before of that is a solution to one of the worst, if not the worst, problem with humanity right now, which is the fiat system. So when I realized that, uh, Bitcoin simply didn't, like, left my mind. It's, it's always in my mind, and I'm always thinking about the implications of this technology and how, this is changing the world for forever.
0: Nice. And when exactly was this? Uh, which year?
1: When I figured this out, about twenty eighteen, I, I think.
0: I see. Awesome. So, uh, so then you know you started to look for opportunities in the space, and you mentioned in the beginning that you know you were looking for, you were interested in the space, and Lucas, who works at Lightning Labs asked you to apply to summer of Bitcoin but you know how did you get in touch with Lucas in the first place
1: uh we we have the Brazilian version of the seminars from chain code uh, Lucas and Bruno which is head of education of 21 now they organized a Small version, just a test version with some just a few people and some people that already have interest in with Bitcoin. And it was a very nice experience. The group was really uh people with general interest and very knowledgeable people. And Lucas said, I don't I don't like to like Say nice things about myself because it's always biased. But Lucas told me that I have a, I had a uh, very good knowledge of Bitcoin, and it would be a a waste if I didn't work with it. So since the like the first seminars, he he was like, hey, you should apply to something like a company or you should start contributing with open source. And Lucas, it's he's been always like hey you should do something with Bitcoin you should start a career on this and when he sent me the the sum of Bitcoin link I was like eh I will apply but I don't think I will make it to the final rounds because you know so many many people will look at it and they will always there will always be like good people and I don't think I can pass. And when I made to the finals and delivered my project, I I was like very happy. Uh, The the sensation was really nice.
0: Awesome. So let's talk about your experience with Summer of Bitcoin. You know, you applied, you obviously got through the selection process. Tell us about that journey, you know, from applying to Selecting the organization, like what organization you worked with, what was the project idea.
1: Uh, I when I applied, I received an email that I you know, should look at a podcast with with love, and join the Discord. I introduced myself, and then I have like some, some we have some sessions, some technical sessions, and. I was generally surprised in a good way that the first sessions was about money. And I talk about this with some friends from the local community of Bitcoin and they all got really surprised because this is, you can't understand Bitcoin if you don't understand money and you don't understand why money is broken. So the, the fact that the first thing you look at it's what is money and why money is broken. It's really interesting and fascinating. And after that, I started looking at organizations and see which projects should I apply. It was really hard to take only three because it's a lot of cool projects that we cannot... I can't imagine having, having fun working with all of them. And at the end of the day, I just picked the ones that I most familiar and most uh, interested in uh, before I joined the summer, And I picked some, all of them I would love to work, but now looking back, I think that my decision and the final result was probably the best path because now I working with this project. I was working with I work with the organization doing more projects and advancing it full time. And so I I never participated in a program like Summer of Bitcoin before. So I had no idea how to write a, a project idea, but the website has some useful uh some useful resources and some examples from google Summer of code and i took those examples and wrote my 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 project ideas uh my project plans and i i think i liked the result and the text was nice and i got selected it was a surprise but i i accepted this very happily and Started doing my project. I like the the result of the project. I think I did everything I the project required and even beyond of that. And I learned a lot during this process. Calvin, which was my mentor, he is very helpful. He always gave some some very nice feedbacks, and I I really learned a lot about open source and some skills that. Even if I don't work with open source in the future, th- those skills will be very helpful, especially when it comes to team working uh, project management and all the soft skills that you only can get in the wild, working with projects and people.
0: Interesting. So you, um, worked with Calvin, uh, who was your mentor on u uh, 3 U3XO. Can you tell us what U3XO is and then maybe we can also talk about your specific project that you did during summer of Bitcoin?
1: Yeah, U3XO is a dynamic hash accumulator to represent the U3XO set. So when you have a node with Bitcoin, which is the backbone of the network, nodes have to start the current set of unspent transaction outputs because Bitcoin, you have transaction outputs uh, and you combine those outputs as inputs for transactions and you create new outputs. So money is always distributed into these uh, outputs. So in order to validate a transaction, you need the previous outputs, the outputs that are being spent. So you have, you need something called the UTXO set. It's just a big database with all UTXOs. But this is a burden for, for nodes because it's a big set. You have to keep it closer to the CPU because you, you when you, a block come in, you do like thousands of requests to this database. So if you have like, I have a cheap one terabyte uh, external drive, my drive, it's up a lot and it's really slow to validate because uh, you have to do a lot of IO, and these drivers are am supposed to do this lot of IO. So instead of using the actual set, we use a hash dynamic accumulator. So the accumulator uh, represents the same data, like the same set, but in a compact, in a succinct way. So you only have to keep a some hashes, like uh, uh, you, it's logarithmic to the, the size of the original set. So let's say you have four billion Utexo approximately. You only need 32 hashes to represent this edge. And when a Utexo comes in, like a, a transaction comes in, uh, whoever is making this transaction sends you, sends you a proof that this, this output is in the set. So you receive the proof, you verify it. If the proof verify against the accumulator you have, it means this UTXO exists and it's not spent yet. So it's, it is a UTXO, it's not a spent transaction output. So with that, you can build highly efficient nodes that doesn't require uh, multi gigabytes of data for, and of storage. And especially not require fast disks because uh you don't have to do IO all the time as uh, if you use a level D B like Bitcoin Core
0: uses. And you know your specific project during the summer. You wanna talk about I had,
1: that? I had to port what exists in Go to Rust because some people ask if we can ask Calvin if he could get a Rust version because Utrecht Zoo is mainly written in Go because both Calvin and Taj Taj is the original proposal of Utrecht Zoo. and they well, they like doing Go stuff so they wrote it in Go and some people came to Calvin and asked hey can I have a Rust version and they Calvin started doing it but didn't quite make it. And my project was to take the algorithms from Go and implement in Rust.
0: Nice. And so Rust is a very uh, interesting and upcoming language. Um, Did you already know how to program in Rust or was that something you picked up, uh, you know, during the summer?
1: I knew how to program in Rust, but not not in the quality level that a uh, big open source project requires. So I had to learn a lot of uh, more advanced concepts of the language and concepts of open source and code quality in general. But I knew from the beginning how to program in Rust.
0: Got it. So, you know, you've uh, mentioned Calvin a bit, uh, you know, a few times. Tell us how the experience was working with him during the summer. Let's take a quick break and hear about today's sponsor. Hey everyone, this is Adi. When I was starting in the Bitcoin industry a few years ago, there were hardly any resources to learn from. It was especially hard to find other like-minded Bitcoin developers and discuss about building apps on the Bitcoin blockchain. Well, things have changed and I'm so excited to share with you about the Build on L2 initiative. Build on L2 is a community-led effort by contributors and companies building on Core Lightning and the Liquid Network. It's a space to connect with Bitcoin builders, product managers, designers, and developers through events and mentorship programs and learn from experts building the future of Bitcoin. It's exactly what I wish I had when I was starting out in Bitcoin. Go to buildonl2.com to join the community and learn how to build killer apps on Bitcoin. Back to the show.
1: was very helpful uh i think that having someone to uh like that you know that is there to help you through your questions and give you feedbacks when you're starting because when you're starting you will make some some basic mistakes and someone to say hey this is not good that do that instead and and like point you to the right direction is very helpful, especially when you don't have any prior experience of working with open source, and and we still have a like he he's still very helpful as I'm working with UTXO. So he always have some nice comments and nice we have also have nice interactions.
0: After the summer ended, you continue to work on UTXO, and now you know you mentioned early on that you're working full-time on Bitcoin. Tell us more about what you're working on today.
1: Yeah. Uh, after we ended, Lucas contacted me to apply to a grant for from Vintium. Of course, I accepted it, like working full-time with Bitcoin is, is a dream. The grant says that I'm working with Utrecht, so I, I can work with like other stuff as well if I want. I look at some ideas of, other things to do, but now I'm more focused in the U2XO side of things. Also, I'm doing a proof of concept node using U2XO. So it's a very simple node that you connect to some peers, download blocks and proofs, and you, you use the advantage of U2XO not having, not needing much disk. So you you use like less than a gigabyte of disk. For this nodes it validates all transactions all blocks but it doesn't take much space and this load also comes with a electron server uh, implemented in it so if you run it it will follow your, your wallet like you index your transactions and you can connect to whatever wallet that supports electron protocol in it so it's a nice way to demonstrate you track so for people and I'm working hard with this project. I already have a working node. You can take a wallet and connect you on it, and we'll tell you your balance and all your transactions. And I now try to test it a little bit more and add some extra functionalities.
0: Interesting. So I'm curious, you know, what is life like as a full-time open source Bitcoin developer?
1: Yes, it's very different from a job because I'm my own manager and I have to like go after what I need to do. There's no no one telling you, hey should you should do this and that. I have to go after what I have to do and I also make my own timing and I have to be very careful to not be like I I have to be to have some discipline. Once you don't have it you have to build some uh, a discipline by yourself and it's really hard at least for me because i'm someone that i lose my my focus very easily because if i see like uh if i see a text about something completely unrelated because i'm very curious so if i see a text about something completely unrelated i waste hours looking about the the subject of that text. So I had to build a, a discipline like if I see a cool text and cool news, just save it and leave it to uh, nighttime or weekend. I, I have one meeting with the UTXO guys and that's it. Well, all, uh, all the time I'm by my own. And they say it's really weird because uh, people here have this idea of job, of you getting some, somewhere else and working there for some hours and then coming back home. But the challenge I see is like you have to, to have this this research, uh, like personalized. You, like you have to go after what you need to do and you also have to have some discipline. And this is, was the like the hardest things to, to learn when I started. But now I think I, I'm getting how to do this.
0: All right. So on that note, uh, what advice would you give for someone who is, you know, beginning to build on Bitcoin in the open source world? Yeah,
1: this is a very personal stuff. So Everyone should have their, their own way to, to learn, but you should, you should, uh, uh how do I put this? You have to, to realize that you are on, even though they, they are there are helpful people out there that will help you, but you are mostly on your own. So you have to learn how to like, uh, look at a, a project and look at, uh, we need uh, this project and need this and that. And like how to find your, your demands, because no one will point you, Hey, you should do this notes. You, you come into the project and say, Hey, what about I do this? And people will give you feedbacks and say, if it's a good idea, if they don't think it's a, it's a good idea, they will tell you what, so there are helpful people but they won't be like telling you, Hey, do this and that. So if you look at the project that you like and you say, Hey, I want to contribute with this project. The best thing you should do is like take the project and try to do something like try to break it and show that it's a bug, or try to write helpful documentation. Uh, that is something that I see in a lot of projects. Like you can learn by documenting because if you are documenting the code, you are reading it and understand what's going on. And while you're reading, it, you can possibly find some bugs or some optimizations. So it's really go after it. Don't expect people pointing you directions.
0: What are your favorite recommendations for those who are interested in learning about Bitcoin?
1: I learned Bitcoin at least the technical part by doing. Like I want to understand how the PHP network works. I just made a small, not the, not the working knowledge. Like it, it connects to peers and download things, but it was really broken. I wrote this before I joined the university. I think so. It's a very nasty C code, but I learned how to, the PHP network works. So this is. Like you have, it's general for programming. You you programming, you learn by doing. So if you want to learn a specific concept about Bitcoin, dig into it. Like take a weekend and say, I will focus on this project. I want to learn how mining works. Like write some software, do some math and like really dig into it because there is no easy way to learn something in, especially in computer science that's not doing.
0: And finally, any tips for applicants to crack the summer of Bitcoin internship program?
1: Yeah, first of all, don't do like I did and think you don't will pass because I I received a very specific uh, response from one of the projects that they. Thing that made they choose someone else was because I didn't, <laughs> didn't do my proof of work. So if you join the, the summer of Bitcoin, uh, don't join with this negative mentality I had. And really, if you like a project and you think you apply to this project, then join the org, go write some PRs, uh, go interact with some issues. And even though you, you don't know well the code and stuff you can always have some useful insights some general insights about uh, PRs and issues and you can always test if it breaks and you say hey it broke it's broken if it don't break you say hey it's, it's not breaking my machine and really do your proof of work because this is a really this is a one of the criteria for being accepted in a project and the text there are some helpful uh some helpful material in the site so you don't need to be too nervous about it just try to like show that you you have some knowledge about the project and that you are really willing to to learn what you don't know and that you are really looking forward for this project and mostly have fun because if you really have fun and like this, the project you are working with, the chances of you being selected are high because you will show big interest. You will uh, have lots of uh, interaction with the org, which, which waits positively for your approval so having fun and and using the spirit for learning the maximum you can is is a good advice
0: all right davidson this was super awesome before we go where can people find you and learn more about your work
1: Uh, i'm not a very social network people so uh, if you want to look at what i'm doing you should Definitely go to my GitHub, which is just my name. It's GitHub slash David Souza. And I have my Utrexo stuff there. And I think about actually blog, but I didn't yet. So if I do, I will just put in my GitHub so you can see. And uh, I don't remember any social. I have a Twitter, but it's not my name. So it's very hard to find. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's the at, is the handle is not easy to, it's a bunch of numbers. So I don't know if it's easy to find, but mostly GitHub, I think it's the best way.
0: All right. We'll uh, post those links, both your socials as well as GitHub in uh, the show description. Davidson, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing about your summer of Bitcoin experience.
1: Thank you for having me on. It's it's a pleasure and good luck to everyone that's applying this year. And as I said before, have fun and learn the maximum you can.
0: Thank you for listening to the Summer of Bitcoin experience. I would love to get your thoughts on what else would you like to hear from these student developers and how to make this the most valuable podcast for getting started with Bitcoin open source development. Write to us at hello at summerofbitcoin.org. Can you do us a small favor, go online and share this episode with at least one friend who you think would benefit from this episode until next time.